This episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast is brought to you by Swenson Real Estate, service before self. With over 30 years experience, they've seen it all. Contact Jeff and Lorena today at 406-253-0033. That's 406-253-0033. Swenson Real Estate, service before self. From here in the beautiful Flathead Valley, I'm Micah Drew, and this is the Flathead Beacon Podcast for Wednesday, July 21st. Every summer, the Flathead Beacon strives to bring on interns into the newsroom to learn the craft of journalism hands-on. Sky Lucas, a recent graduate of the University of Pennsylvania, was supposed to come intern at the Beacon last summer, but was unable to when the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns began. Luckily, we were able to bring Sky to Kalispell this summer, and she has been working in the Flathead Beacon newsroom for weeks now, reporting on the community. Sky joins the podcast today to introduce herself to our readers and listeners and talk about what it's been like living in Montana this summer and getting a jumpstart on her career as a journalist. But before we get to Sky, a reminder that this podcast is made possible in part by the members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Members support all of our journalism in all of its forms, in print, online, and here in the podcast studio, and they do so for as little as $5 per month. Plus, they get some great perks too. To find out more or join today, check out beaconeditorsclub.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to grab the latest edition of the Flathead Beacon out on newsstands throughout Northwest Montana today, and stay up to date on the latest news online at flatheadbeacon.com. Now let's welcome this week's guest, the Flathead Beacon's summer intern, Sky Lucas. Sky, thanks for coming up to the podcast studio. Thanks for having me, Micah. You were at Under the Big Sky this weekend, pretty fun big weekend that you didn't have to actually be working. Uh, how was it, and are you yet recovered? Oh, yes. I've gotten my eight hours of sleep since, and um, I am just really happy to be back at the office. There were a ton of people. It was very mm-hmm. overwhelming, but it was so fun. Lots of good music. I had no idea who I was listening to, but I was driving to it. So, Well, good. I'm glad you had a fun weekend out in Montana. So you came to us from the University of Pennsylvania, the same place our esteemed owner, Maury Povich, went, uh, and you just graduated. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your background and your journey getting out to Montana as our intern. Well, it's definitely been a journey. About a year ago, I remember I was speaking on the phone with Kellen. I was all the way in Paris, and it was the day before a tweet was, you know, tweeted by our POTUS at the time. And he said all abroad kids had to come home. So I packed my bags. I had to leave a nightclub early in Paris. All my friends and I were very disoriented, but I made it back to the States. And then I was so excited to come to Montana. Of course, those plans were canceled, the pandemic. And so that was very disheartening to not be able to come out West and write for the first time, be in a newsroom. But fortunately, I got in touch with Kellen again in the spring, close to graduation, as I was trying to figure out my plans. And 
we figured out dates and, you know, it was perfect timing because um, one of the staff writers was on paternal leave and I would be a good villain for the meantime. And since then, like I've been here and it's been awesome. We've been really glad to have you. You've been an, uh, an awesome intern so far. But tell us a little more about your background in terms of what did you study in school? What made you want to be a writer to begin with? Sure. So I um, studied English with a concentration in creative writing. I was very close to receiving a minor in French and nice. gender and women's studies, but I was pretty fed up with the French language after <laughs> my brief time in Paris. I've my first exposure to um, journalism was in my advisor, Jamie Lee Jocelyn's incredible course called Intro to Sports Narrative. For my final uh, research project, I interviewed a former gymnast from Michigan State who was a Trojan herself on the um, gymnastic team and what it was like having Dr. Larry Nasser as her doctor while not being a victim of the heinous violence he committed. That was my first exposure to journalism. And I've always been into storytelling. I think it's super powerful. And I really didn't know what to expect being in the newsroom. But so far, it's been incredible. Well, you really hit the ground running here. You've written about nonprofits. You've written about the Boys and Girls Club coming back. You've written about uh, let me think the, the food bank and bike manufacturing companies and link studies kind of run the whole gamut. What was it like getting your first assignments and going out into this community you knew nothing about and getting to report on it? It all sounds overwhelming and it's <laughs> been a little overwhelming, but in the best way possible. My first assignment was the student built housing for uh, park rangers in Glacier mm -hmm. National Park. And I think it was my first day officially. It was a Tuesday um, in the beginning of June. And I picked up the phone and I just started speaking to one of my sources. By the end of the week, I was driving over to Columbia Falls High. I walked into a pole barn. I climbed like a 10 foot um, high scaffolding um, while like sawdust was flying everywhere. And I was interviewing those students as they were using their power tools and power saws. So I just dived right in. And um, that's pretty much what I've been doing with every story since. So that was my construction beat. And then I went to uh, Habitat for Humanity, where I was um, sitting at a table with Rebecca and Bob. And, you know, we were all sitting at this table. I was interviewing them, of course, but it was like, what are we going to do about this affordable housing crisis? Mm -hmm. So um, and now most recently, um, writing about Esker Cycles, the local bike manufacturer in the valley and hearing about their triumphs and challenges as they nav navigate the um, supply chain with COVID delays. And then also the link study that's going on in Glacier National Park um, conducted by Alyssa Anderson and funded by the Glacier Conservancy. It's it's all fascinating. There's a lot going on in this valley. A lot. <laughs> With all the different stories you've covered, are there any areas that you're really excited to cover, whether it's more on businesses or whether it's more on dealing with nonprofits or the outdoors industry, or are you just excited to get in and do it all? Yeah, I'm excited to just cover everything and anything I can get my hands on. Everyone, no matter what their background or what field they're working in, has been so lovely and so fascinating to talk to. There's clearly 
everyone out here in this valley has a lot of passion for supporting the valley. And that's what I've picked up and just being a part of the community and caring about their community. So perhaps what I think would be awesome is getting my, um, like, you know, microphone and recorder into, you know, a doctor's office or something, or, you know, talking to nurses about, Mm -hmm. um, the pandemic and, you know, a lot of us are thinking that it's over, but clearly seeing that it's not with new spikes. So, yeah, there's always more to report on with COVID these days. I remember your first assignment, your first weeks, uh, you get called into the editor's office to go through usually the uh, red pen wave of corrections and edits and changes. I remember my first internships being terrified when my editor uh, went to town on my pieces how did it feel having your first story submitted, go through that, and then getting to see it in the paper a few days later? Yeah, it was um, very rewarding. I mean, I sent it to all of my friends. I'm in a group <laughs> chat with 40 people. I obviously sent it to that, too. I posted it on Facebook. My dad posted it on Facebook. My grandma and grandpa sent it to my whole family over email. I mean, it was really awesome. And the editing process, it's been fantastic. I've been learning. I've never... I'm not familiar with AP style. And so it's taught me a lot already about writing, you know, having that creative writing background. I wasn't really accustomed to the on beat, fast paced news story um, style. And the strict guidelines that we adhere to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with the grammar and the capitalization. And I have dyslexia. So it's a little tricky to <laughs> keep all those in mind. But I will say that Myers has been an incredible mentor. I have yet to have Kellen look at one of my pieces, but I'm sure I will learn a lot from him too. And yeah, I'm, I'm learning so much. It's, I think it's incredible the opportunity that I have and I hope other students have in the future. Well, outside of the newsroom, uh, you come from the East Coast, born and raised in New York, correct? Yes. A little different land out here in Montana. You've gotten out to basically everything. It seems like you've been to the park, you've been to the music festivals, you've been to the lake. What has it been like having a Montana summer? Well, it's beautiful out here and it's, it's smoky now. The water is cool. I haven't seen any bears yet, fortunately, but I do have my bear spray. And when I go out, even by myself, I'll always make a friend, which is, you know, not something you do in New York City, <laughs> um, unless it includes, uh, you know, going to a bar. But even just going to a restaurant or even at like a local market, there are always friendly faces around who are interested in what you're up to and what you're doing here. I think it's great how spaced out everything is. It's quite different from how dense the city is, mm-hmm. especially with COVID. That's pretty nice. And Great style. I love I love the chacas. I love the tivas. You know, I'm I got a pair myself. Of chacos or tivas. Oh, um tivas. I yeah. That's what I was growing up and I just made the switch to chacos this year. I'm not I heard sure how incredible. I feel about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were pretty low on inventory where that seems to be a problem everywhere. But yeah, I've got the Montana style down. I <laughs> think so. And I will give a shout out to Maggie. In the writer's room for that. She was definitely my fashionista inspiration. (laughs) It's always good to have one of those on staff. Well, we will be sorry to see you go whenever your time here is up. What do you plan on doing after your stint here at The Beacon? Good question. I am trying to figure that out myself. Um, Fortunately, I have a few ideas. Um, I would love to stay out 
Midwest, whether it's here or whether it's in Colorado, and just take advantage of the ski season. It kind of feels like, you know, the weather and climate change stuff is a little overwhelming. So just getting to out- enjoy the outdoors is a priority of mine. Well, I hope that you get to do that either here or in Colorado. But congratulations on all the work you've done so far this year. It's been awesome uh, reading your stuff, and we look forward to more great reporting throughout the rest of the summer. Sky, thanks for coming up here. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I just want to give a big shout out to Al Philrace, Jamie Lee Jocelyn, Mango Reynolds, and RJ Bernarco um, at the Writer's House. Also, Maury Povich, none of this would be possible without you. So thank you very much. Thanks, Maury. We'll be right back. And before we get to this week's headlines, Dr. Mark Remington of Glacier Eye Clinic has a message from our sponsor this week. I've known Jeff for probably around 20 years. Very good friend of mine. He's helped me both personally and professionally in the real estate market. He is super ethical, super knowledgeable. He's prompt. He'll return your calls and he'll steer you in the right direction. As a friend, he's been service before self. Contact Swenson Real Estate at 406-253-0033 today. Before we get to the news, a quick look at this week's cover story in the Flathead Beacon called The First Fosbury. This story delves into the history of Bruce Quandy, who was a high schooler at Flathead County Public School in 1963, photographed at the Montana Interscholastic State Track and Field Meet during the high jump competition. The photograph, run in the Missoulian Sentinel newspaper, shows Quandy jumping over the bar backwards, which doesn't look out of place to anyone familiar with track and field today. However, in 1963, it was a new style of jumping that wouldn't be recognized on the world stage until five years later, when Dick Fosbury won the Olympic gold medal using the technique that now carries his name, the Fosbury Flop. I tracked down Quandy in his home in Missoula last week and talked about what it was like competing back in the day and how he found out that he may have invented a new way to high jump. To read the full story, pick up a copy of this week's Beacon. Now, here's some more news from the last seven days. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations have been increasing in Flathead County in recent weeks, as the county frequently leads the state in new daily cases and has a vaccination rate that lags behind Montana's other populated counties. Health Officer Joe Russell noted that over the weekend and through Monday, 59 new cases were confirmed and that most were tied to clusters of social gatherings where multiple individuals were infected or exposed at one time. Up in Whitefish, a long-range corridor plan to guide future uses along Whitefish's southern gateway has been completed after three years of development and is now open for public review. The plan sets goals and objectives for land use, transportation, environment, and the open spaces surrounding Whitefish over the next decade, focusing on the corridor serving U.S. Highway 93, south from East 6th Street to Blanchard Lake Road. The draft plan will go before the Whitefish Planning Board and City Council for a public formal hearing later this summer, and members of the public can view the plan online at cityofwhitefish.org. Coming up this weekend is the 20th anniversary of the event at Rebecca Farms, one of the premier equestrian competitions in the Northwest. Organizers are expecting nearly 600 competitors and horses to be on site over the next few days, 
to take part in the equestrian triathlon that's composed of cross-country, show jumping, and dressage. Entrance to the event is free with a suggested parking donation. Up in Glacier National Park, more than a half million visitors passed through the gates in June, making it the second busiest June on record, despite the ticketed entry system that was implemented this year to blunt congestion along the park's main road. Several park entrances set all-time highs for the month, and year-to-date figures are well above those from 2019. All of these numbers even come with an asterisk, as the tracking system at the many glacier entrance was not working last month, meaning estimates might even be low. And last but not least, fire restrictions are in place across public lands in northwest Montana, as the state has seen an early start to the fire season. The Flathead National Forest, Glacier Park, DNRC Land, and Flathead County are in Stage 1 restrictions, which prohibits the building, maintaining, attending, or use of any fire, campfire, or stove, unless in a metal or concrete ring in a developed area or one fueled by a liquid petroleum fuel source. Smoking is only allowed in an enclosed vehicle or in an area that has three feet of cleared space on all sides. Between 70 and 80% of fires each year are human-caused, and as of last week, more than 1,400 fires had ignited across the state of Montana. This is an open plea to please do your part to limit any potential ignitions of wildfires this year. We don't need more smoke. That's all for this week. As always, you can stay up to date on the latest news online at flatheadbeacon.com. This edition of the Flathead Beacon podcast was hosted, edited, produced, and mixed by me, Micah Drew. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week.